0: Welcome to Pancakes on Sunday. Like pancakes, we have many different flavors we bring to the table each week. We talk about sports, mental health, women's awareness, interviews, games, and entertainment, and much, much more. This week, I'm joined with Ryan again. What up? And our guest, Kyle, for our City History Part 2, Cleveland. Cleveland! little recap of Episode 1. We went through the industry and how Cleveland was formed and all of its... Industrious moments and and growing and population and still kinda of upset about that fire. 30, the, the, fire. F- the thirty minute fire that caused fifty thousand dollars worth of damage that did even get shit on for yeah, yeah. still to this day. Still to this day. Well well, it wasn't that big. But it wasn't the first time the river caught fire. So there's hmm. that.
1: Hearsay. Hmm. Hmm.
0: But although hmm. industry and manufacturing made Cleveland as we know today, the, rear, the, pfft, the real heartbeat and history of Cleveland is its sports. Oh, yeah. Cleveland is a sports town with a diehard fan base that support their hometown teams with passion. We all know the big teams around today, and we will get there. But I'm going to start with some of the defunct sports teams that once called Cleveland home. Let's do it. Cleveland Barons, NHL team. Franchise merged with Minnesota North Stars on June 14th, 1978,
1: hmm.
0: and the merged team retained the North Stars' names, colors, and history, and remained in Minnesota. Hmm. So it essentially became the Minnesota Wild. Now, so they had a hockey team.
2: I think Cleveland could still be a pretty decent hockey town.
0: I think it could. I think they. I don't think they could compete with basketball.
2: It would be hard. I think it would be hard. But I think Cleveland, being the city it is,
0: what do you mean? I, with the, the Cavs. Basketball? They would have to compete with the Cavs. Oh, I, it's the same season. Okay. Right. Yeah, same season, same. I mean, we are a working, working man town type yep. of deal. I mean, yep.
2: could they draw 30,000 people on a Tuesday and then 30,000 people on a Wednesday to go see a hockey game? I don't know.
1: Do these places poll 30,000 people for these games? Look,
2: I think it's Cavs. The Cavs. Okay, yeah. No, do- I'm
1: not talking about the Cavs. It's in the NBA. I'm saying that in hockey NHL. Teams?
2: Yeah.
0: They play, yeah, they play in NBA. I mean, even
1: it. in the small towns. I mean, how many? is thirty, probably thirty
0: teams. Sure I Buffalo probably not getting thirty thousand teams on a weekday. I mean, thirty thousand people on a weekday. I think you could pull just as much as Buffalo. You know, yeah. but Buffalo also doesn't have a basketball team. True, but also if you think about it, at the winter time in the season, you have football, basketball, and then hockey competing for each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a lot to. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. But I think it'd be kind of cool to have another Cleveland hockey team. i go watch it. I'd go support I mean, the fuck out of it. There's a minor league team. Yeah.
1: I've never paid for a ticket, but I've seen a couple.
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the, minor <laughs> I the minor league
1: teams? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we used to have the lumberjacks and shit like that. Yeah. And then we, used to, and then we had the... And the monsters. The monsters. The monsters. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you didn't put it downtown. Where would you put it? I don't know. You kind of got, like, the Eastlake, uh... You got the captains, you know. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we don't need an NHL. All right, right. Maybe We just right. need our minor. We have a minor league team, do we? Yeah. See, they must not be that good.
2: They've won the Culver Cup. Mm-hmm.
1: The Culver Cup. That's, they won that yeah. the
2: same year as the Cavs won the
0: championship.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, like the same them. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But it was all about NBA because I mean, right. You can get like lower bowl tickets as it be. for those like minor league hockey games for like thirty bucks. Like they're cheap to go to those games, but. It's minor league hockey. It's not
1: NHL. Cleveland is not the best city to go downtown and watch something. Like it's not the, the city's not necessarily built in any good manner to where there yeah, were all good the bars. Access, and... there's good parking. There's, there's good bars, things like that. It's not. It's not built that way. If you go to a spot like you got to go to the other side of the town. Like if you go to any major good city. You go to D.C. or something, you get on a metro here, you stop right in front, you go all the way to this sector of the town where this is different, and that's different, and it's it's way, way cooler.
0: It's more, spread like, Cleveland, if you're going downtown to watch a game, like, Cavs or Guardians now.
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: mean, you really only have East 4th and the Casino and that Mm -hmm. kind of that area. There's really not much. Let's go to West 6th. Or the flats, but you mm-hmm. can't walk from there. Yeah, you're no.
1: talking like two blocks worth of stuff, and then that's it. That's yeah. it. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if it's cold, then you're you're not you're freezing because it's just corridors of just howling winds and terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Well, let's not knock them. You know, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> oh, Sitting here sorry, talking sorry, shit sorry. about how awesome <laughs> they are.
0: Another defunct team, which there are many in the NAL back in the day, the Negro American League, were the Cleveland Buckeyes. Initially switching between Cincinnati, Meadville, and Cleveland for home games, eventually moved permanently to Cleveland and played at League Park, where cool. it won two championships, and a colored World Series, defeating Washington Homestead Grays in 1945, but losing to New York Cubans in 1947. What
1: are we talking about? The that? New York
0: Cubans. That's that makes no damn sense. <laughs> the Cleveland Rams, the NFL. Yeah. The franchise began in 1936 as the Cleveland Rams, based in Cleveland, Ohio. The club owned by Homer Hart Marshman. The franchise relocated to L.A. in 1946 following the 1945 National Championship game victory, making way for Paul Browns, Cleveland Browns of the All American Football Conference, <gasps> and becoming the only NFL championship team to play the following season in another city. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting that they would sell the team after they
2: won a championship. That's something Cleveland would do, though. Yeah, yeah, they're worth the most at that point. That's very, very Cleveland to do. But But it is
1: crazy that that year of the championship, that Cleveland had a championship team, and uh, L.A. didn't have a team at all. Yeah.
0: Like, that's Week. Yeah, (laughs) that is kind of cool. So speaking of Paul Brown, the team, the Cleveland Browns, will start there. We will start at the Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh, oh. The Cleveland Browns were founded in 1946 as a result of a fan contest to choose their mar- moniker. The team was subsequently named the Browns after their first head coach, Paul Brown. Paul Brown was already a figurehead in football, with Ohio being coached, or, sorry, Paul Brown was already a figurehead in the football world in Ohio, having coached the Ohio State Buckeyes to a collegiate national championship. I didn't know that. I think I did. That's interesting. The Browns were originally part of the All-American Football Conference, the AAFC, and won the league's title in each of the four years of the AFC, AAFC's existence. That's right. The best year was in 1946, where the Browns went, so the 1948, so two years after the Browns came, 1948, the Browns went 15-0 and to become the first undefeated team in organized professional football history. When the AAFC collapsed, the Browns joined the NFL in 1950. The first game in the new league, the Browns blew Philly out of the water 35-10 with Hall of Famer Otto Graham. Graham at QB and Brown at coaching led the Browns to 10 divisional titles in its first 10 years and seven championships between the two leagues combined. Nice. So in the first 10 years of the Browns' existence...
2: It's almost like, sounds like a Boston
0: fan right there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, no, nice. they won. They won, though. Right. Well, yeah. right, right, yeah,
0: yeah. Huh. Must be nice to win a bunch of championships. In 1957, Cleveland drafted running back Jim Brown, hey. who set every major NFL rushing record during his nine year career and gained the title of possibly the greatest football player of all time. That is interesting. Jim Mm -hmm. Brown helped lead the team to four championship games, one of which they won in 1964. After Brown retired in 1966, the Browns never became that winning team like it was once. Mm. The 70s were pretty mediocre, but they emerged slightly in the 80s with the cardiac kids. That's right. In 1985, Bernie Kosar was drafted and led the Browns to five playoff appearances in his first five years in the league. Fucking Bernie, dude. The Browns lost two AFC Championship games against John Elway and the Broncos. The fumble on the drive. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this is what I was going for. Yep. <clears throat> the mid-'80s also saw the birth of the Dog Pound. <laughs> for those who don't know, the Dog Pound was the section of bleachers in the end zone that housed a bunch of rowdy fans. And they just called it the Dog Pound. And when Cleveland came back... They kind of, like, made money off of it.
2: I believe the inspiration from the dog pound came from the Oakland Raiders' black hole section.
1: I believe. So there was another team that had a rowdy bunch, and yeah. that sparked that.
2: like, you know, that's pretty sweet. Like, yeah. We can make our own. Yeah,
1: I mean, if European football teams can do it, you know, you got your own yeah. hooligans and shit like that. You yeah, know? can do that. Might as well. Now, I will say that the whoo 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 ooh, and throwing your hands up in the air... That's why our our senior hall. Is that's,
2: that where that came where from? That's where that
1: came from. When you started our when you start old school in the nineties, our senior hall would come out and everyone would go ooh ooh ooh, and they'd put their hands up in the air and a fist in the air. That's because he's from he's
0: a Clevelander. Yeah, he's a super Browns fan. Yep, that's dope. That's pretty sweet. Ah. Getting into the nineties is a dark time for the Cleveland Browns. Owner at the time, Art Modell, who had that's been losing right. money for years from a bad stadium lease. Decided to up and move the team to Baltimore in 1996. When I said at the top of the Cle- of the show, Cleveland is a sports town, well, this was a crushing defeat for such a loyal fan base. The NFL at the time arranged to keep the Browns' name, logo, colors, and history in Cleveland, and the league promised the city a new team in the near future. Mm-hmm. In 1999, L. Lerner purchased an expansion team that assumed the Browns' name, uniform, and history, the first playoff appearance with the new Cleveland Browns occurred in two thousand two with a loss to the Steelers. Sadly, the Browns haven't amounted to much of anything in the recent years, mm-hmm. except with a playoff appearance in twenty twenty, which right. they did
2: win in twenty twenty. That was a good. That was a good win too. Solid win.
0: And we are at the Browns now.
2: The stadium. The uh, what, was it, what was it? Municipal Stadium. Uh, my my old man actually has a brick from that stadium. I remember when they were tearing it down. It was like a weekend. We all we packed the family up into the vehicle. We drove downtown, and there was a bunch of dudes doing construction workers handing out bricks. Yeah, uh, my old man went up there, parked the car, ran out, grabbed a brick, and that was that. <laughs> so that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I, we we definitely have a, a we have a couple pieces um, from the time. I think my dad might even have two two
2: seats. That'd be a cool thing to have. Two seats. Yeah. Do we know why uh, Municipal Stadium was built? Anybody? For Browns games. Wrong. Wrong. It was built because Cleveland wanted to host the uh, Olympics.
1: Uh, how'd that work out for them? Didn't get it. They didn't get it?
2: Nope. Whatever. They built the built stadium. You it? normally get it and then you build the stadium. Well, whatever year they uh, the stadium was built, they put in a bid to get the Olympics and they never got it. So that's why the stadium was so big. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's not why the LA Coliseum was built. It was for the Olympics. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably
0: knew they were going to have the Olympics before they built that.
1: Just saying. Okay, so or they, or or maybe, I don't know. Maybe they Google, had a better
0: shot of making it in LA. Maybe than.
1: if you go back far enough in the Olympics, you find that they picked cities that had at <coughs> least one <coughs> venue that was already built. Right. But
2: And could host a bunch of
1: people. <coughs> well, I, I do have a question for you, Ryan. You probably wouldn't know more than Joe, but maybe you probably know too. Here's a little trivia. Hmm. So, when the Browns left, now I'd have to look as far as how this all worked out, but I feel that there was 30 teams up to 1996, and then in 1999, with the expansion teams, they bumped to 32, which means that there were five, there were five team divisions. Okay. Do you know who was in, the, in our division well, while we-, we were gone?
2: I wanna say it would have been Pittsburgh. hmm Cincinnati. hmm Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. Yep, yep, yep. Indianapolis? Nope,
1: nope, no. No, they got along standing with a couple teams. Baltimore? Baltimore more Ravens, of course. Right, okay, have. all right. <coughs> and then there would be one more. Who would have been the fifth? I'd like to look it up and figure it out from year to year. Because, like I said, if you have thirty te- they they had five team playoffs at, or five teams standings for the uh, divisions for a while there, which means I think there was a couple divisions we only had four or something like that. I don't know. It all changed up in 1996, and then in 1999
0: yeah, just again because Carolina's fairly new, yep, and Houston's fairly new, yep. Houston was the Oilers, Oilers. but then they moved, and then they went they. Texans became a team. It's it South. wasn't the Oilers. It's a South team. Was it the Oilers? No. It's a Carolina, Atlanta. No. Please tell me Jacksonville.
1: Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you serious? Yep. Jacksonville Tennessee Titans. Oh, because they're the
0: they're in the same lead now too. Yeah. That division makes no, made no sense. Division.
1: I mean, it sort of does. Those were the two newest teams. Three okay. newest teams with the Ravens, right? And
2: and the, and the Titans and the, yeah, the Titans and the Jaguars, right. I guess that does make sense. So, yeah. And they threw in the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the one thing that I don't know that is like a
1: trivia question I'm going to ask myself when the time comes is if, if in 1997 the Browns were gone and there was only 30 teams in the league, who came in with us in 1999 to make 32 teams? That I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But it's a good question to ask. Hmm. I don't
0: know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Been,
1: wouldn't
2: it have been the Texans?
1: I don't know. Like I said, I'd have to <laughs> I'd have to check had it had out. But who else who else came into the league with the Browns in nineteen ninety nine to go from thirty teams to thirty two teams? Because you didn't have thirty one teams before you know what I mean? Before you right. came
2: back. You gotta introduce two teams at a time. Let's see. I'm gonna look up one of the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. Uh, so Browns the first were season was two thousand and two. They were established were 99.
1: in ninety nine. Okay, so the Houston Texans were established in ninety nine. They were the other team that came in, but for some reason they didn't start right away. They had to build a stadium and everything. So then they must have had some sort of divisional games. The Carolina Panthers were in ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. And the Titans were probably around
2: the same. And a time. lot of
1: times at these times, you got rid of another team and got a new team. Right. So when you moved a team and changed their name and whatnot. Yes. So, would you, if you could go back, would you keep the name, the Browns? Yeah. Um. Do you have any reason to keep the to not keep the name? I guess you could. You think of any reason not to keep the
2: name? Maybe to make it something a little bit. Cause cause everybody's like, what the fuck's a
0: brown? Yeah, yeah, there's that, that part. There's, there's that. that. Part. You're literally just an orange football helmet, right? I think starting over, you need you a, start with a new team, start you know? fresh.
1: Yeah, right. I know that with the Paul Brown um, situation is that he didn't like that. He didn't want it. He had already gone at this point and established himself down in Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, and so he is a through and through Cincinnati. He he reps. He or he repped. I don't. I don't know how old or when he died or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, he was. He's a Cincinnati man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you're like, we're sitting up north with his name team on us as if it's our stuff, right? But, but it's not ours. You know, he went off and so I think I would have changed the name as as yeah as nice as it is to have the Browns. You know, yeah. but we'll know in ten years with the Guardians. True. Whether or not the Guardians just rolls off the tongue and people care, I you still know?
0: slip sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean oh I used to
1: call them the Indians 90%
2: dude, of the time. It's, we've Been calling them the Indians for like the last 30 years. It's going to take time to get used to calling them the Guardians. Yeah. But we'll get to. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're not in baseball yet. We're still talking about
1: this uh, this, uh, glorious 90s football, which was great for us and the Buffalo Bills, I think, right?
0: I mean, it was pretty good for you. We won games. We made it far, but we didn't succeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, at least you was, had
2: your team. You'd yeah, end up and leave and be like, "Hey, we're moving
0: the team, boys. Gotta go." <laughs> That's true. I know in mid two thousands, later two thousands, when Buffalo was going up for sale, and John Bon Jovi wanted to buy Buffalo and they were going to move it to Toronto. And yeah, the, it, Buffalo was actually having games in Toronto.
1: You're like, brand new sentence, dude. Nobody wants that. Yep. What
0: are you talking about? Done. The city of Buffalo Done. boycotted Bon Jovi. Yeah, why not? Like, why wouldn't you? Why, that's why would that's, you that's actually a team? really easy thing to do. Yeah, like, like don't them in. Cleveland losing <laughs> the Browns, I mean, it would be a... It would have been an equivalent. It, yes. Yeah, oh, definitely. The, like, that definitely. is a small market team that that city just would do anything. It would have been crazy team.
2: to be at that last Browns game. That last game of that stage.
0: Where people are just ripping things apart and taking shit with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to mention you're like just, yeah. Trash I, could, I couldn't pits. imagine. I, yeah, I definitely couldn't imagine. I do remember, um, like I said earlier, I, I do remember Pittsburgh being just as upset and mad that you were getting rid of their rival team.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's definitely, you know, the NFL does it right where they take all their money and they split it across the board. Because mm-hmm. otherwise places of Buffalo wouldn't have made it. Green Bay never would have made it. Mm-hmm. You know there'd be teams that just wouldn't have made it because they didn't have enough people. Mm-hmm. Cleveland would have been just next in line after that because of the you know the yeah. downfalls through the seventies mm-hmm. and eighties and yeah. whatnot. So it's luckily the NFL does it the way that they do it because we would have not we wouldn't be teams right now for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Next up on the list, we're gonna move into some basketball. Oh yeah. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey. Cavaliers. <laughs> the Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavaliers began play as an NBA expansion team in 1970 under the ownership entrepreneur Nick Milletti, who at one time owned not only the Cavs, but also baseball's Cleveland Indians.
2: Really?
0: The Cavaliers have since gone through several changes of ownership. Now it's Dan Gilbert still? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Dan Gilbert. Yep, so yep, yep. Coached by Bill Fitch and playing in an antiquated, and 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 antiqu and I can't say this word. You're doing great. And uh playing in the Cleveland arena. There you go. <laughs> the we're- Cavs finished their first season with the worst record in the league. Oh, yeah, they were trash for a long time. <sighs> a frustrating moment when John Warren unwittingly shot and stored in the opponent's basket during one game, like they wow. they stored on them. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. You know what? That, that must have been a hard time. Awesome. Like, like you 70s. get a you get a basketball team and you just come out and you're just you're just hot garbage. Like, like
2: and that must have been a hard time to even start a basketball team because the NBA, I believe, in the '70s was like almost not even a thing. It Was like almost bankrupt. Like. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson saved the NBA. And That was eighties. Yeah. Okay. So that must have been a tough time to even go be like, hey, we're gonna start a basketball team and it's gonna be shit.
1: Yeah, knowing the history of basketball would be a little bit, you know, why, like, why would it? Why would you know where did where did you lose interest and in, you know? Well, it, really, it was race. You know? It was a race thing because it was definitely a race. You know? Definitely a race thing. But once you get into the seventies, you got to imagine that you're twenty five, thirty years into. Taking on the right. fastest, strongest, tallest.
2: You, would you think. know what I mean? But so, people are
0: ignorant and I know. hang on to things. And... The team's poor season netted them the first overall selection in the 1971 NBA draft, which they used to select guard Austin Carr, the Cavaliers' first star player. Cleveland slowly improved through the early 70s, and in the 75-76 season, the Cavs managed a 49-33 record in the team's first division championship. The first playoff series in team history against the Washington Bullets was highlighted by the last three-second game-winning shots by the Cavs. The series became the known as the Miracle of Richfield. Yep. After Another thing, real quick, is Richfield's thirty minutes south of Cleveland. Yeah,
1: it's where it's thirty miles south of Cleveland. So like, they didn't even play in Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> you were like on a freeway for a half an hour, and you pulled off the freeway.
0: I've I mean, s- I've wh- seen
1: Cavs. I saw a Cavs game when I was a kid at Richfield College. You've been to Rich? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Back in the Mark. Did they,
0: they tear it down? Yeah, oh yeah, it's been yeah. gone for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. That's where we used to see our Disney on Ice and all that shit yes, too. You yes, yes, I mean? yes. That was, like, the gun arena wasn't there. Did was they have Q. like two seventy one then? And like yeah, I mean if the highways and stuff were still there. you just got off the highway. It's almost like going to the Bills game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You get off the highway and it feels like you're nowhere. Right. And there's just a big old. Coliseum. And I'm sure twenty five years ago it felt even more like you were nowhere because the gas stations <laughs> were gone and all. Yeah, the, yeah. Right. You know all the little things were yeah. there. Yeah. But you just got off and then all of a sudden you were just like in this, and it arena. was Coliseum like. It was a nice. It was a nice big. Epic, I don't know if I ever was epic there. Epic building. You when know. They, you know when they tore it down. I don't know. I'm trying. Yeah, I don't exactly know when I, I was, was never, fairly young, but I saw Michael Jordan play there. That's cool. That's cool. You could say that. I saw Michael Jordan play there, and it may and it may have been like Michael Jordan Price to Price
2: days. because uh, r- I think Price played till like '94. So. It closed down in 94, and it was torn down in 99. Huh. So I probably didn't go to anything there, I would think, because I would have been four when they shut it down. You never went yeah, to Disney on Ice when you were three? If I don't remember, and if I did, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think
1: I, it's, it's an it's a early memory for me because yeah. I feel like I would have been about nine, eight, nine years old when we actually went... But we went there. But then I remember a few years later going somewhere else to see it. Um, because I think it was the 96 Olympics. The 90s, I don't know if you know this. little, little fact that you can no, look That's no. But the 96 Olympics, the Lithuanian team of basketball didn't have any money. And they weren't going to make it to the games. And But there was a famous Lithuanian, or somebody who supported them... That was part of the Grateful Dead, and he said, "I'll pay for you guys to come here." Part of that team was a well-known Cavs player, Zdrunas Ilgowskis. Really, and during and so basically, as an homage to the guy who paid for them to come in and play, the 1997, I'm pretty sure it's. I hope it's 96 and not like 92. <laughs> Maybe 92 because Zdrunas is.
0: It has been 92. Sure. They closed at
1: 94, the Coliseum. It may have been 96. Well, I'm not saying, but this is outside of Coliseum. Oh. I'm just saying, like, I remember being excited to see that because my family is, has some Lithuanian background. So I remember being excited to go see Zydrunas Ogaskis after the Olympics. Oh, I don't cool. know if it was that's 92 cool. in Los, uh, or Los Angeles or whatnot. But anyways, as an homage... That the Zydrunas Vygauskas Lithuanian uh, Olympic basketball team jerseys are tie-dye. That's cool. Because the Grateful Dead funded their, their team. That's kind of cool. In the Olympics.
2: That's pretty sweet. <laughs> you can actually
1: get a Zydrunas, a Z yeah. jersey Lithuania yeah. tie-dye. That's pretty sweet. It's, it's a purchase I've always wanted to make.
2: Uh, huh. You should do it. I know. <laughs> you should do it. I know. That'd be a cool thing it to have on the wall. would be a cool world. thing that's to that's, that's, No, I would like, wear that. I would wear it. I would wear it. That's a, that's a hang-up
0: i hang going to hang a to the frame.
2: Put it in a frame. In the put it in a frame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after with that miracle of Richfield. <laughs> after winning a seven-game series, the Cavaliers advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals where they lost to the Boston Celtics in six games. There's Boston again, these motherfuckers. What year was it? 77, I think you said.
2: 77? Okay,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, 75-76 season. Yeah, Boston, they're
1: up there, man.
2: They are up there. They might
1: actually be at the
0: top. Cleveland followed its, quote-unquote, miracle season with two consecutive winning campaigns that each led to the playoffs, they each led to playoff berths, but the Cavs were eliminated in the first round both times. Mm. The Cavs through the 80s and 90s had a lot of ups and downs and a few playoff appearances, but that's about it. The Cavs had six consecutive losing seasons, with the worst being 17-65 and 65 yeah. in the 2002-2003 season. Jesus 17-65. and 65. Yes. You forgot to mention the shot.
2: The Michael Jordan shot that he did over, uh, was it, who was it? It was in the, yeah, it was. It wasn't Mark Price that he shot over. It was somebody else. Was, that was at the Richfield Coliseum. Yeah, the shot.
0: Was that the day we were at? No,
1: no, 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 no. Definitely, I would have I more remembered the scenario if we were in, a, like, the final game of the playoffs or whatever it was. But um, the shot, yeah, yeah, he had a fadeaway jumper to win the game.
2: Boom! Done. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. You have to look it up. You look up the shot.
1: Yeah,
2: that's another fumble. The drive. Yep, the shot. The <laughs> shot. The move. The well, move. What's the move? Browns.
0: Hold them. I don't know the move of the Browns. I was yeah, trying yeah. to think of a yep, play yep. itself. Well, with that seventeen and sixty-five record in two thousand two, two thousand three season, it resulted in the Cavs getting the first pick of the draft, and with that first pick of the draft they select some local kid coming out of high school, out of Akron, Ohio. The chosen one. Named LeBron James. LeBron James! Whatever happened to that guy? He's playing in L.A. now. (laughs) (laughs) James took the Cavs back to the postseason in 2005-2006, and one year later, the team made an appearance in the NBA Finals, but were swept by the Spurs. Yeah. That was one of that. To this day, that is...
1: I don't know of a team since the Spurs that could have beat that Spurs team. I don't care what anybody says.
2: Oh, you're talking like in general. In general. Like, that yeah. Spurs
1: team oh, yeah. would be one of the hardest
2: teams to beat that was, that, across the board. And they have Popovich at the helm? Mm-hmm. Dude, that co- that team in general was just nasty. Just coach. coach. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, Those were some nasty teams. Yeah, Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, Ginobili. Like Those
0: three alone. The Cavs and LeBron James would go to the playoffs in the years that followed, but never a championship. In 2010 and 2011, James signed with the Miami Heat. With James gone, the Cavs slumped back to their old self. Uh and had the first-round pick three out of four seasons between 2011 and 2014. Terrible. Flops. Terrible. In that time, the Cavs drafted Kyrie Irving and traded for all-star oh, yeah. Kevin Love. James did come back to Cleveland. That's right. The Cavs made it to the finals and won two games, but ended up losing to Golden State Warriors in six games. Into the 2015 and 2016 season, although... The NBA Finals were a rematch of the Cavs and the Golden State Warriors. The Cavs fought back from a three to one deficit and won the series in seven games, bringing the first franchise NBA championship and the first championship to the city of Cleveland.
2: I don't care Th- those those years of those mm-hmm. basketball phenomenal. Uh-huh. That was fun. Like that was. F- Fine
0: sports watch. I actually watched the Cavs. Then, yeah. I mean, I were, I, oh yeah. yeah. I kind of watch basketball, yeah. but like, I
2: mean, like the Christmas Day game the year after we won, we played the Warriors on Christmas uh-huh. Day. Such a good game. Yeah, one of the best games I've ever watched. It
0: was phenomenal. That's sweet. Like, but mm-hmm. the comeback from a three to one deficit and just win. Not it even all. that.
2: Not even that. Three to one deficit. And to mention the Golden State Warriors that year had the best record of all time. Uh-huh. That this was the Best team, like ever, and we took them down the finals. Except
1: Spurs, of course. Well, <laughs> right, right, sorry, sorry, no, sorry, but, sorry, but yeah, so best team ever. First and first and only
0: time it's ever been done, right? Yeah. And the the city erupted. Like, yeah. I mean, it was. Oh, I was downtown. I wish oh, I would oh, have sure.
2: been downtown for that. I was downtown, and for that just final seeing game, oh, that and final. seeing
0: stuff for the like the day when they had the parade. Yeah, we were, How many people were downtown at a showing party? There was.
1: There Titties was
0: everywhere. I've seen some boobies for sure. For, oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> for the for the finals parade in downtown Cleveland, there was 1.2 million people. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, that day. There Wild. hasn't been a million. You know, that's a lot Lisa, of people. I sat in the
1: field that day for six hours for no reason, but it was fun.
0: Yeah, just
1: I mean, we yeah. had good seats to where they were supposed to be talking and the people wouldn't let them move down the parade line. They were going so slow that it put them like 5 6 hours. Oh, there was just no there was nowhere
0: there was yeah. nowhere for people to go.
1: I just fried. I remember it was so sunny People were hanging so
0: out on like the parking ramps going down the parade route. I mean, there was just there was nowhere to like, go. Like that's a championship parade.
2: Like, like they were had to move yeah, people like, out of the sure. street to you know? move
0: the cars and then people would form around the cars behind them. Yeah. Like but, there was just they but, couldn't keep the streets open
2: I w- I've seen other championship parades that was a parade, <laughs> to me
0: dude.
1: to me the championship parade and the amount of people down there was absolutely amazing but that night that they won in in the city oh it was probably it was, like nuts. I said we we parked we parked on the east side but not too far but we were on the east bank of the flats um and it was absolutely nuts but what was really nuts about it what started to get kind of nuts is like everybody had to go to work. Left, so everybody who was responsible left. Yeah, and it left a sketchy situation <laughs> <laughs> by like 12, by about 1 o'clock in the morning. You were like, you need to get out of here. You need to leave. Into a riot situation. Yeah, it's going to turn exactly. It's going to turn into a riot situation. There was at least two or three times where a mass group of people got the notion to run, and nobody knew why. I remember that scaring me because we came around a corner and these people are running. Yeah. And your first idea is like, I better just be running with you. Like, you know, the birds start going that way. I'm going that way. You know? Yeah. Um, But you don't want to get in the middle of it. But anyways, it was such a, such a crazy, anything you could stand on or get on, you were on. There were people at all levels. That was cool too. That was probably really cool. Every window, every like, if you could get up in the air to see things, you could, people were in trees.
2: Everything. I cried.
1: Well, you're a crier. It's I cried. Okay. Yeah. You know?
2: I cried. I choked up. That was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. No, that, that, it was an amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they fought hard for it. They did. They
1: did. The block. The shot. Yep. Yeah.
2: Mm. The block. <laughs> that block. That rundown.
1: That rundown block was <laughs> just like, that was straight up in your face.
0: Yeah.
2: Didn't even happen. Yeah. And the shot, too. Crispy.
0: Well, the Cavs will make it to the finals the next two years, but lose out to the Warriors both times. And in the first season with James, with I went a couple of
2: those games. that's probably fine. And
0: in the first season without James in 2018-2019, the Cavs had a 19-63 and 63 season. The Cavs have been competitive as of late, and maybe a championship is in the future for the Cavs once again. Yeah, we'll see what Who happens. Knows? Yeah, we'll Who see knows? what happens. We have a pretty young team, and they're pretty solid. Let's say you have a couple of bad
1: teams and you get the number one draft pick two years from now when Bronny's coming into the league. Do you trade
2: it or you keep it? I don't know because I really don't want to do with the LeBron drama again. You it know would that was be very short lived. It would be extremely L- short lived.
0: He's been here. He left. He came back. Yeah. He left, and the come back again. To what? No. What does it matter if he comes back and leaves? When he gets inducted, what as, into,
2: what's it physically doing? Nothing. Right? Not I doing mean, anything. it won't do anything. I mean, the, the only thing that was the, the, the drama. With are you LeBron going with back? if
0: he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame and he retires with some other team? Is that the team he goes in for, and not Cleveland? Who who does he retire for? Does he retire? He's a gonna cab? retire. He'd
1: retire for Cleveland if he does anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because he, he's been in Los Angeles long enough to not. He ain't no. He, you know, he's not. He's not no Magic Johnson or Kobe Bryant. No. You know what I mean, and he knows that. Yes, he will he, always even, be overshadowed, even if he's given him this. It it might be in, a, in lesser years of the NBA, but, but no matter nothing what, will match that win in Cleveland as that. Not to mention he's from Akron, correct. So if he, if if he's half intelligent, which he is, he'll... like
0: Chicago will always be Michael Jordan, exactly. Oh yeah, the Lakers will always have Kobe and yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but if, if you were uh, Kevin Garnett, you know, you started six years with the Timberwolves and then you went over to Boston and you used to won some championships, you know that you original at? six years, are you a are you a Timberwolf? Right. That's six years is a long time to sit with a team mm-hmm. before you decide to go off and be awesome. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's it matters to where you're from as well as what what was the most amazing thing to happen in the most you know.
2: Yeah. I would say that I take Brony and LeBron though. I
1: get first draft in that pick, i take him for the season. We'll see what happens. We like, shall see what I'd just, happens.
2: i do it. Why not? It's like good press. The city will boom. Yeah. The, I mean, the amount of money they made when LeBron was here was stupid.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: Stupid. It's good
0: for the city. Yeah. hmm Basketball. Basketball. Finally, baseball. Probably one of the deepest roots in this city. Mm-hmm. Now the Cleveland Guardians, but once was and in most hearts will be the Cleveland Indians. American professional baseball team based in Cleveland that plays in the American League. The Indians have won six AL pennants with two World Series titles. The first in 1920 and the second in 1948. Mm -hmm. The team began as a minor league club based in Grand Rapids, Michigan and moved to Cleveland in 1900. The team was evaluated Ele- uh elevated to the major league status in 1901 it was called the Cleveland bluebirds or blues they became the Cleveland Bron- bronchos it, it actually it has a CH in it like it's Bronchos. in 1902 before taking on the name naps in the following the following year in honor of a new star player Knapp. La, La Jolla, La Jolla. I'm a horrible. We had name. Lots of
1: Spanish people. So you got that with the, the ranchos or the No, the what was Branches. The branchos and the In Biasa. 1915,
0: the owner Charles Somers requested the local newspapers pick a new name for the franchise, and the Indians was chosen. When were they the spiders? Because they were the spiders at one point. I don't have. that. Okay, enough. sorry, oh,
2: man. I'm sorry. Matt threw you off. Sorry, Jeff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of like other baseball leagues through Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the like, the Negro American League and a lot of teams like they were in and out. Like baseball, yeah. Cleveland was a baseball town. I mean, League yeah. Park was popping. Yeah. And like the
1: NFL, there was like a dispute in the sense of who's the AFL, the NFL, you know. That, changing this, changing that. They're trying right. to get their shit together.
0: Right. Not to mention you're going back another, you know, 60 years. In 1916, the team traded for Tris Speaker, who led the Indians to the first World Series championship in 1920. The Indians did not reach the postseason again for another 28 years, but their return was memorable. The 1948 Indians were led it. by shortstop Lou, shortstop manager Lou Bordeaux, and AL's most valuable player of the year, one of five future Hall of Fame members on the team, <clears throat> outfielder Larry Doby. Yep. The first American African-American player to play in the AL. And three pitchers, Bob Feller, Bob Lemon, and 42-year-old rookie. 42-year-old Ricky, wow. rookie. Wow. So you're saying there's and a And former Negro League star Satchel Paige. He was 42 years old when he joined the league. He Bob
1: Feller and Satchel Page on our team. Yeah. Well, that guy was 42. That's cool. That that 42
0: years, yeah.
2: To win a World Series at 42. Why
1: not?
0: Right? You know? That's awesome. <clears throat> the Indians finished the 1948 regular season tied with the Boston Red Sox, whom they defeated in the first one-game playoff That's in Major again. League history. Cleveland then bested the Boston Braves in six games to capture their second World Series title. The Indians won 111 games in 1954, but were swept by the New York Giants in the World Series. <laughs> oh man, <Right? laughs> win 111. <laughs> How many games did they even play at that time? Probably 120. Right. <laughs> and it's like, and then and they, they get, get swept. swept. <laughs> Fuck. Good lord. I'd be so mad. After this, the Indians endured a long period of mediocre baseball, finishing mm. with a losing record in 27 out of 34 seasons. Yeah, know, yeah the 60s and mm. 70s and 80s were rough. In 1975, the Indians made Frank Robinson Major League's first African-American manager, though.
1: I
2: forgot Frank Robinson was a manager for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Is that the dude who, who, who managed the game and, and then hit a home run the same day? That didn't come up, but okay. I just I just saw
0: the fact that they were, he was one of the I think that's that guy first black African American manager. Yeah,
2: he was managing the game and went into hit. which awesome. I don't understand how that works. Well, it worked
1: then, but it just wouldn't work now. They right, got rules against it. Yeah, after that guy did it, they were like, Nah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the Indians reemerged and won five straight AL Central Division titles between '95 and '99, advancing to the World Series twice during their run the Indians lost both World Series appearances. The success of those teams, which featured Manny Ramirez, Omar Vizquel, and Jim Thome, among others, in addition to the popularity of Cleveland's new ballpark, Jacobs Field, led the Indians setting a record for consecutive sold-out home games, 455 games between 1955 and 2001, since been broken by the Boston Red Sox, though. So but they were popping. Everyone yeah. loved the yeah. tribe, but yeah. the those time. people
2: can name that entire team. Those teams, those were those were some teams. Like those were some fucking teams, dude. Yep. Like Alomar, Biskell. Roberto Alomar and Sandy Romier, Alomar. Yeah, see, yeah. Juan Gonzalez. Yep, Kenny Lofton. Jim Tomey. Albert Bell. Albert Bell. Dude. The Albert Bell video where he's going to second base and just checks the second baseman. Because why the fuck not? He's Albert Bell. That's how it should be. Don't give it away. He was such a man. Is he related (laughs) to Josh Bell? I don't know if he's related to Josh Bell at all. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Or the story about the corked bat. The corked bat was a big
1: controversy for sure. That's like a deflate gate situation.
0: Was Bottlegate. Indians or Browns? Browns. Browns, Browns. Browns. Bottle gate. Jesus Christ, bottle Drawing gate. bottles up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Wasn't that the last time they served like dollar beer? That's why glasses aren't allowed in the stadium. Yeah, like the entire like
1: NFL changed it up the next season. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. why that's why when yeah. you go to a
2: ballpark they take your, your cap away.
1: Yeah, it's aluminum or it's but plastic. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for a while there was just they had to pour it into a cup, so everything was in a cup.
0: Yeah. We fucked it up <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> Good. Soon after the end to the streak, the team's performance began to falter. Cleveland posted just two winning records from 2002 to 2012. But one of those seasons, 2007, ended with a dramatic seven-game loss to the eventual champion Red Sox in the AL Championship Series. In 2013, the Indians, under new manager Terry Francona, added 24 wins to their total from the previous season and made a surprising trip to the postseason where the team lost in a one-game wildcard playoff. I mean, still, for a new manager to come in and just already get 25 games, I mean... Three years later, the Indians overcame a rash of injuries to their pitching staff to win a division title. Francona's masterful manipulation of his depleted roster... Cleveland then lost just one game during <laughs> the AL playoffs en route to return to the World Series. The entire playoffs, they lost one game.
2: Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm literally getting chills thinking about that whole run. That was magical. Yep.
1: The, the problem it was it was overshadowed by the NBA. Yeah. Because we had just a couple a couple months before one. several months before one the championship. Yep. And everybody was just so hyped still. That, like, living in a world with good sports, we immediately (laughs) got comfortable. Yeah. Immediately got comfortable to the point where, we're like, we're in the World Series and I'm looking around I'm like, we're in the fucking World Series, guys. Like, you guys are not acting like we just won,
0: you know,
2: this close to winning two championships in one fucking year, dude. I still think that that second rain delay was bullshit. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to a couple of those World Series games. Did you? Yeah. And... I've never heard that stadium so fucking loud ever. Like, because it's a baseball stadium.
1: I mean, Ooh, I've, Messer, I've seen loud that
2: fans.
0: Right, correct. But I've seen that stadium packed, and to see every square inch and on television. So yeah. I didn't go, yeah. but to see every square inch and corner seat uh-huh. of that stadium filled like loud. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah. I
1: saw an Indians game against the Yankees in the in the in the, in the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Like, one of the final playoff games to go to the World Series that we didn't make. Mm. But it was against the
2: Yankees, and that was packed. Yeah. I was like,
1: this is crazy. Yeah. Because if you just go out on an average day. It's whatever. You get 13 people, like 13,000
2: people or something like that. Yeah. But you get that thing packed, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, people were chanting, and you couldn't tell if they were chanting for the Indians or the Cubs. You just heard chanting going on. Yeah. It was
0: wild. God, I hate the Cubs. I do, too. Well, the Indians lost a dramatic seven-game series to the Chicago Cubs. Cleveland won another division title in 2017, and in the course of doing so, the, teams, the team ran off a modern league baseball record 22-game win streak, but the team's season again ended in disappointment as the Indians lost their opening playoff series. The Indians won a third consecutive division title in 2018, but once again lost their first series in the postseason. Cleveland's three-year postseason streak came to an end with a second-place divisional finish in 2019, and after years of controversy, the team did change its name from Indians to Guardians. But they have been—I mean, the Guardians made it to playoffs last year. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not out of it. We got a young team now. Yep. I see them Except going places. T-
1: Secretary sucks. He's getting old. That's, still, that's the biggest—that's their biggest
2: problem. Is that the reason why they've done so well? Is him. Correct so do you think without him he without him oh without him the whole thing crumbled? there's no way that young of a team there's no way you're going to where we did last year mm-hmm. without Terry Francona so hopefully his health stays and thats him
0: he's he's that's it yeah yeah so that is Cleveland's sport history stuff I I do like the guardian name I don't mind it mm-hmm.
2: I don't like the emblem the ball with the wings and head
0: Oh, I yeah, like that. I like the uh, the one emblem where they actually use the the Guardians on the bridge. It shows like a basic yeah. stone. Yeah, yeah. if the, that's what you're naming the team off of, is the Guardians yeah, of Cleveland? You, you should them. you something should like use that. something. You mm-hmm. should use that in your logo. I can't wait for them to rebrand. Do something
2: different because you know it's going to happen eventually. They like get five or ten years, they'll change something up, and you'll have a
1: sweet area or a sweet spot area where they're like, listen. Not enough people have have lived with it long enough that we have an option to change it. Yeah, we can resell everything if we want to, and they'll think about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I would have went with Cleveland Rocks, but whatever. Or I would I would like spiders. Including spiders, bring spiders. that back. Spiders and Guardians just seem such like a AAA baseball team.
2: Kind of do. You know, kind
1: of do. Rocks was like, yeah, it's not as rockers. You cool. just rocks. Like literally, like pick up a rock. That's a rock. We rock. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. And it would be like a like in it, like a straight up like three stones, straight up rock. <laughs> rocks. Yeah, that's how I, I loved that idea. <coughs> or like and a baseball carved into a, like a rock carved into a baseball. Rock like, carved into a baseball. I, there's so much you could do it. I mean, look what we did with the Browns. True. You know what I mean? Very Dog true. Pounds and, and just, very true. You could just do whatever you want with it, but it's just it's as simple, and you can't be mad saying
2: it. Yeah, can Cleveland rocks, rocks,
0: dude. Cleveland fucking rocks, dude. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: A uh, couple interesting firsts for Cleveland. Like I said in episode one, Cleveland was uh, the first city to elect an African-American mayor, Carl B. Stokes, to office. And Cleveland is also noted of having the first indoor shopping mall. The arcade, really? nice. which is still open today, was yeah. considered the first indoor shopping mall and it opened in 1890. Wow, nice. That's kind of cool. It went through restoration and stuff in the early 2000s. Okay. When Cleveland's sweet building, when Cleveland cool. started doing and picking up downtown, they started with like the arcades and stuff. And mm-hmm. there's, it's cool. There's like little. There's a restaurant in one of them now, mm-hmm. and there's little shops and stuff in there. It's a cool little it's in a that's cool spot. It's Anthony, right at the end of Westmore.
2: Yeah, West 4th. yeah. Anthony's. Uh, parents, parents own, a own a diner in there yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: they're they got something on the docket for either ohio or cleveland a county or something like that but they're gonna they're gonna try to vote in a location to be able to drink in the streets i love it i love all yeah of that. east 4th
0: yeah. has that it's starting in the next spring i believe Yes. and they want to do that for the. East I mean, I'm maker. glad
1: that they picked that spot, but they need to pick more spots. Oh, they, they need to be. A I think the flats, is the, the so flats, on, the
0: flats is trying to petition for that. Yeah, I doubt they
1: get it. The uh, flats. Yeah, when well, you talk about the amount of people. You got to start to talk about the infrastructure of the location and how, like, you can herd them like animals. And if it's not a proper situation for that many people or that close to a water's edge, mm-hmm. you could say, "I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but you can't be drinking in the streets." You know? I mean sure. people are just as drunk down there as they would be if they could walk True. outside. Correct. And they all Correct. have a patio. Correct. But like, do we is there even a street to walk on? Can you close that? You could close that circle. I think
2: the thing you that know. would be nice about it, though, would be like, you get a drink here, you get your drink, you leave the bar, you walk down to the next mm-hmm. bar with drink in hand, go yeah. to the next, you know. New Orleans is sweet. There was I mean, to-go yeah. go cups
0: ahead. for the Maple Fest. There was. We went to the Maple Fest and walked into a bar and got a drink, and they gave it to us in a styrofoam cup, and we just walk around the street with a fucking drink. That's sweet.
2: Right. I was all right with it. Yeah.
0: That's where the the authority
1: of a sheriff and a county judge really matter. Because technically, no matter what, in the, in the in the whole United States, if your sheriff and your county judge say you could do it, you could do it. Mm-hmm. There may be federal laws against it. There may be state laws against it. It don't matter. If that sheriff and the county judge say it's okay, it's all matters. you're good to go. Because <laughs> the people who are enforcing it only have that authority there. You'd have True. to work for. You watch out for the FBI. That's it. Mm. That's the next in line for the people <laughs> to come in and actually tell you you can't do that. So I love that they did that, Chardon. You know, yeah, I yeah. No, I, know awesome. I have bad things to say about Chardon since I moved away from there. Same, but <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, other bit of interesting entertainment history: How do we forget about the Great Balloon Disaster of 1986? Balloon Fest was an event in 1986 in Cleveland where the city wanted to break a world record by launching the most balloons at one time. So on September twenty seventh, nineteen eighty six, the city released one point five million balloons. With a rainstorm coming, the organizers decided to launch the balloons earlier than intended. Upon launch, the balloons collided with a cold air front, which caused the helium to not function and essentially they all dropped to the ground, still inflated. So there's still balloons, but they didn't float I love away. It. I love it. Mm. The balloons clogged waterways and caused hazardous conditions to motorists. In the days past balloons were washing ashore in Canada. During the event, Burkfront Airport had to shut down because balloons fallen over the runway, roads were closed and had to be cleared with bulldozers. <laughs> Two fishermen went out that day and were reported missing and the coast guard couldn't find them in the balloons and they called the search off. The bodies washed ashore days later. The wife of one of the fishermen sued the United Way for Cleveland for the disaster. It, and it was it was helped by the United Way? Yeah. What a fucking joke. Right? <laughs> because of the damage caused, the Guinness Book of World Records did not recognize the <laughs> event due to the damage. Good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Good. Whoever thought that was a fucking good idea.
0: and But what sucks is
1: before that, somebody had already done it. Like yeah. that we multiple times It was
0: felt like Disney. Was a it was idea. Disney World on some anniversary. Oh they launched You think 100. Cleveland
2: was going to try and compete with Disney World? Well, I mean, they did. They tried.
1: If the front <laughs> didn't happen and the fisherman didn't die, fu- wh- we would have won. <laughs> you know who
0: fucked up? Dick
1: Goddard. Dick Goddard. <laughs> Dick Goddard oh, oh, oh. fucked up. Oh, my God. It probably was Dick He was
0: Goddard. the weatherman then. And he was the up. weatherman of Cleveland.
2: I mean... Oh my god. Yeah. Dick Goddard. We're never going up. to mention this again, okay? That's why he went to Woolly Bears.
1: Oh, I love Woolly Bears. That's why he went Dick to Woolly Bears.
2: Dick He fucked up
0: with the weather one time and then he went to Woolly Bears. Dick Goddard. It did be science say Dick, that right. I would you say you. Dick Goddard's like a Cleveland hometown hero? Oh, for none sure. One of the largest. Who else the is largest. up there?
1: Kenny Crumpton. Outside, I mean, outside of sports. Drew Carey. Big Chuck and Little John. Big, yeah. Yeah. Like, pure Cleveland, only Cleveland. Yep. You know? I mean, sadly, it'd be like Tim Misney. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, if you're talking about only local and didn't... I mean... Like, Drew Carey went off to be famous, but there are famous
0: people from Cleveland. So, it's like... If there's any Clevelanders out there listening, you are the only ones to know those billboards... On the freeway that just mm-hmm. says "We'll make him pay," and it's just his bald head and eyeballs. A lot of towns have these. Nobody people. else will know. Mm-hmm. No, bad light job. will make him pay. Make my, him favorite pay. One, my favorite one, my fair one. I think it's just him with it's just his yes, eyes. It's yeah, just
2: his eyes. As- you know what I do? You know what I do? That's <laughs> the one on the freeway coming yeah.
1: back east from your
2: from yep. your house. Yep.
1: That shit is so funny. Yep. Um. Uh, I don't know much about the, uh, the the old school radio guy that we used to have. Trevisano? We had Gilardi. Are you talking about the guy that would do the weird shows? Yeah, we do weird shows. There's Gilardi and then, I, you know, um, we, Alan Freed. The buzzard in WMMS
0: was huge back in the...
1: Yeah. Oh, where? yeah. But, yeah, Alan Freed created the term rock and roll. That's I mean, why it's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Cleveland has
0: a Rock and Roll Hall um, of Fame. We haven't deep music history and stuff. Yeah, I, I good didn't good. delve into a lot of right. that. I mean, mean, would be one of them. There's many faucets of directions I can go Going with city the of history. Going into
2: the history would be kind of cool. Because that yeah. shit was hot. That shit was hot for a
1: long time. In the 70s and 80s there were certain concerts. There There were only two or three four concerts that happened here that were like known and memorable concerts. So like when Pink Floyd came into town, they had a blimp sized pig at the yeah. municipal stadium for like a week up in the air. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Like right. yeah, and they had a pay and it'd be good to cool to get pictures of it. For sure. But supposedly that was an amazing show. Like besides mm. it's a more memorable show for yeah. that tour. And um looking into the music, I mean I, I saw uh, Dave Matthews like eleven times, twelve times, That's and awesome. he loves coming to Cleveland. It's in, it's blossom. Down, it's not a blossom, so it's yeah. not. And he doesn't come to you know in town, Cleveland, but he loves his Cleveland show and he wails every single time for, like, yeah. for 25, 30 years he's been doing it. That'd be it's a good crazy. Show. It's a good show. A it's a good show. tailgating show. It's yeah. a good like even if you're not a Dave Matthews fan, that crowd, it's a good crowd that, to hang out. Yeah, it's a good crowd of people and it's a fun, fun time. And he comes almost every single August. DMB, bro. I wouldn't mind going to go see yeah, that. Yeah, that's, a, not good, that's a good show
2: to I go would,
1: see. I'd be okay going to see DMV. Um, but yeah, lots of, I mean, through in the day in the heyday of almost every band they come through here. You know, that we was way. so cool. We were downtown one time and we went into this little bar, which isn't even there anymore, because they had a couple pool tables. And we went and he's like, oh, and, and uh, he said, well, you come back and play on this pool table. And it was like a private room pool table because nobody was even there. And the guy brought out pictures of the Stones playing on the pool table that we were. That's playing. fucking <laughs> cool. I was like, "That's sweet." He's like, "Yeah, these used to be up on the wall, where, like I keep them over here because like I'll show anybody who's in this room." And it's like the Stones to a picture at that pool table, and I was like, "That's fucking sweet." That's fucking cool. And so they came in, they played the city, and then they because Blossom's went off a big venue.
0: Night. I mean, Blossom's been around for
1: a little bit. They just putting like. Ten million dollar renovation on it, like a big really? renovation. Like they home, chose they're like rebuilding it completely,
0: yeah. and they chose the area because of the way the hills are and the yeah. sound and the mm-hmm. acoustic and everything else. I yeah. mean, it's a it's a cool ass venue. Yeah. Blossom's really seen good. lots yeah. of stuff there.
1: I uh, I think I saw a video. I thought I saw a video, and I'm pretty sure it was Blossom because you can well, walk to Blossom like it's a park. Yeah, you yeah. can go all the way down to the stage and all that. Like yep. middle of the week, and this guy goes into the set into the venue and buries a bottle of Jack on the ground that's awesome pulls up the sod puts a bottle of jack in the ground comes back to his concert on Saturday night and puts his blanket right by that spot and just unburies his bottle of jack you're like oh <laughs> to be able to it's mark such, that it's such and, a and well it'll it would be easy on the hill yeah, you, you yeah. could visibly Ooh, be like right. oh I'm
2: straight down from here But you who, see your little the spot of people that are there who knows they? nobody took would them. have any idea so excuse but me just, excuse me but like, the, he, just, like, the people they're like my chair's already there
1: you just get there early. I mean, you would, you know, I mean... So you would like, take
0: mild precautions and get your bottle. It's like, excuse bottle. me, sir, you're sitting where my bottle is. Very fucking six-pack. And then he did. stands up and he's like, what are you talking about? And he stands up and you pull out the, like, tough of grass yeah. and then you just... Di- yeah, and he and thinks you're he, the
1: coolest guy that ever was built. Ever. And
0: then you put that tougher of grass back and you move the guy's chair back and he's uh-huh. like, you didn't have your seat back.
1: Thank yeah. you. Thanks, man. Like, we we go t- if we're going to d- want- d- DMB, we could try. We're to doing do that. that. We could do that. We are doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't pop a twenty-four in the ground. <laughs> not a twenty-four in the ground. <laughs> Ryan, He's like, I want it to be cold, so I'm going to put it in a cooler in the ground.
0: Ryan, you, with ice. You blacked out a Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. You don't have you, you. don't have to worry about burying a bottle of Jack. You save some money, and yeah, you probably don't need a bottle of Jack. Probably. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> probably not a So less. yeah.
1: Yeah, one thing on the podcast I really would like Ryan to try is that when I opened up a Diet Coke one time we were playing video games, he said, that's a beer. <laughs> Have I ever heard beer? That's a beer right there. I said, no, it's a cold Diet Coke. And he's like, no, that's a beer. So Brian, Ryan thinks that if if just by hearing a sound, the, the, the crack of a can, that he could tell you whether it is or isn't beer. I'd like to put that to the test. I'll blindfold you You do are it. talking about a future episodes that are, yeah, you know. Bro show. Bro show topic. Bro show apps. That, that could be a bro show a good, show. That is a good bro show app. That is a <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> bro show episode.
0: <laughs> we should do that for the very first episode. Oh, my God. F- future we... guys, we're working on a couple series coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Pancakes on Sunday Podcast if you want to stay tuned for those episodes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But before we... We're not closing yet. Okay. I okay. Oh, a couple, okay. More, a couple yep, more things. Yep. Just some famous people from Cleveland. Some famous people. Halle Berry. Mm. Drew Carey. Mm. Kick Cuddy.
1: Mm.
0: Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Paul yeah, Newman. buddy. Arsenio Hall. Mm. Mentioned before with Browns. Mm-hmm. Huge Browns fan. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey. Okay. Yep. He's also a big Browns fan. Terrence yeah, Howard. Oh, yeah. Celebrity chef Michael Simon. Yep. Machine Gun mm-hmm. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And probably one of the most and greatest writers in the horror flicks, Wes Craven.
1: Wes Craven's from Cleveland. Yes, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Out of that list, who is the most successful Clevelander?
2: Out of that, would list, you say money wise?
1: Well, money wise is tough because
2: yeah, Wes well, let's go money
1: wise. Who who do you think made, more, made the most money, made the most money? Halle Berry.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say Machine Gun Kelly's probably up there. Yeah, I'd say he's got to be there. Well, oh, I thought we there. crossed
1: him off the list just, just straight up. No, I'm just kidding. You guys like that? <laughs> shit. No way that Machine Gun Kelly has made more money than Halle Berry. I mean, she was a fucking True.
2: Catwoman. She was killing it for a while there. You know man. what I'm saying? She like made, she made a lot of fucking movies too. Let's just Google this, Network. okay? Yep. Halle
0: Berry's net worth. I'll, I'll do, do.
2: I'll give you. I'll do Steve Harvey.
1: That's who you think? I all right, Machine Gun.
0: All right, let's see here. <laughs> net worth is about 25 mil. For who? Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, okay. I
1: thought we were going to each do one, so we didn't... Yeah, okay.
0: Halle Berry net
1: worth, about 90 million. Okay, so she got almost twice as much as him. Paul Steve ne- Harvey? Paul Newman's dead, so we, we can't really go by that one. Steve Harvey has some cash. Steve Harvey's, Steve Harvey's probably worth? the most
2: estimated? Yeah. In 2023? Yeah. 200 mil.
1: 200 mil. Steve Harvey has got to be the winner of
0: that
1: <laughs> one. What about Drew Carey?
2: Because he had that sitcom.
1: I mean, he's been on The prices Right for a while. Yeah. I mean, West
0: Wes Craven's not worth 40 mil.
1: 40? Yeah. So, so Machine Gun Kelly's still the worst person on that list. I'd
0: say probably k Cuddy net worth. k Cuddy's 16 mil. Oh, damn Samuel it. Hall? Twenty mil. Did okay. Anyone, did anyone get Drew Carey? No. Uh, I'm looking it up right
1: now. Hundred and sixty five million. Wow. It's those sitcoms and those game shows, dude. You when they you know, I mean that's the price is right. That's Bob Barker right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he took over.
0: Yeah.
2: And and the sitcom too.
1: I mean, so
0: Michael Simon's about six mil and Terrence Howard's about five mil. Yeah. Okay. So so
1: Steve Harvey is the most money wise successful. Clevelander that we can think of like that. That's interesting.
2: Outside
0: of sports. Interesting. Do you know Cleveland has obviously the, LeBron James. So. has a uh, fair amount of um films filmed here in Cleveland. Draft Day with Kevin Costner was filmed here in Cleveland. Oh, what an off yeah. I mean, just a great movie. The uh, The Avengers have you ever seen it? No. Oh my god. The Avengers was filmed here. Spider Man Three was filmed here. Mm-hmm. Captain America Winter Soldier was filmed yep. here. Mm-hmm. A Christmas Story was filmed here. Yeah. Classic. And The Fate and the Furious, one of the Fast and Furious movies, was actually filmed here. The Fate and the Furious? Fate. F A T. The Fate of the Furious. Yes. It was like eight, I believe. If you just
1: start giving them numbers. They don't need to name or rename them like that. They all have Furious in it. you just good. Yeah. I'm just saying, just all Fast just Furious seven, not.
0: Fast Furious eight, Fast Furious nine, yep. Fast Furious yep, you know? ten. Well, it's X. It's Fast X. So you see X's roaming Roman yeah. numeral ten,
1: yeah. And then it will be just like FF eleven, and you'd be like, yeah, you're just making shit up, <laughs> <laughs> no. right? Well, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, the the few scenes in the Avengers movie uh, are the best when Loki's in front of the fucking uh, Terminal Tower. Mm-hmm. and uh yes that's that's when yep. you really see uh there's it a couple main scenes the the winter soldier when they're on the off ramp or on the ramp like yeah coming back the lakeshore being ramp where chased. tim is these eyes are that's yes. where they're at yeah. yes yeah
2: yep yep <laughs> I, mean, when they're, I think it's i think it's also that movie when they're, they're in tower city too. downtown mm-hmm. and there's you see the signs for 322 yeah yeah
0: and then they're in Tower City as well. Yeah, they're you in see, Tower City yeah. and they're
2: doing the bank or something like that. Yep, this
1: is what they... Yeah, but th- that that is sweet that they did that. I don't think I saw Spider-Man
0: 3. Which one was that? That was with... Was that the Jake Gyllenhaal one? That had to be because that was the only third one. There wasn't two with Andrew Garf- Garfield. I think there was, there was only two with... There was yeah. two with yeah. Andrew yeah. Garfield. Yeah. Because they yes. killed What's-Her-Name in the second
2: one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She wasn't a Mary Jane, right? She no, was something else. It was something else. Anyways, yeah, she that I like. I wish that one would have rocked because that that was a cool cast. That was interesting.
0: I liked the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm. So yeah, that's Cleveland in a nutshell. Sweet. As I guess, I mean, I know I'm missing history in, in music. That's a whole other can of worms that we kind of brushed on, but it isn't. It, it isn't. is different. We're
1: more of a hosting city rather than like music that's come from Cleveland. Yeah, you know what I mean. Part of that's because Cleveland's not necessarily a. Living town, like you don't necessarily live in Cleveland. If if you you, you, you if you take ten steps, you immediately live in Parma or Lakewood or Euclid, or you're not like Cleveland is not. Yeah, like I said, there's only 300. And even
0: then, you got like like, Cleveland Heights and Shaker Heights, and you're starting to get a little more east and stuff. According to my (laughs) slum (laughs) lords,
2: vote for George. (laughs) Yeah, vote for George, Lakewood mayor. But uh, he was telling me if you go downtown. On the weekends, like on Saturday or Sunday morning, go downtown and go hang out. Dead. It's just dead. Ghost town. Nobody's down there.
1: Oh yeah, because there's no
2: business going on. Right. Yeah.
1: <coughs> yeah, the, the only thing that keeps it alive is that there's like uh, there's buildings, and you got to fill those buildings with people, and so they right. rent them out to Sherman mm-hmm. Williams and Key Bank, and mm-hmm. so yeah, the amount of people that actually live downtown is a small number. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I am actually. I started a list because somebody mentioned it recently about the photo scavenger hunt. So I started doing a list, and I had a kind of fun evening nice. the other night doing it. Nice. Um, and then I'll, I'll probably have, I'll probably try to find some sponsors, like like a podcast I know might want to sponsor it. Yeah, just by name, you know, For money sure or anything, you know, just on, you know whatever. Sorry. But uh, but um, a, 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 a lot of it happens in Cleveland. It's a good time to like add things that you would do downtown. I mean, would Debbie, force you to go through the town, through the city. That'd cool. be sweet as fuck to rent those goddamn scooters down there. That's what George Around me. the city, I think there would be. I think there would be a lot of logistics that would just crap the bed. Like, hey, mine broke. You go Whoa, Yeah, you, have, you go find another one. Yeah, they're go, everywhere, they're just dude. Junkers, aren't they? I mean? Do they even work? Yeah. yeah. They're everywhere. Right, well, we'll have to try them out one Saturday morning come out to my when place. nobody's around. Just come
0: out to my place. Do they drive right? all the way out to your place? Oh yeah,
1: they got them out there yeah. too. Oh.
0: Friday night, I'm going start...
1: rock. How much they cost? That I, I don't know. Oh, I, don't man. Know. I will have to look at them. I wonder them. how reasonable unreasonable they are. They can't be too crazy. They can't be too crazy because they are supposed to be in place of like public transportation, public transportation right. which is generally cheap.
2: Yeah, I think I think
1: a, a, I think to get on the bus is only like two fifty. To, like, get on the bus. Yeah. You could go as far as that bus goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All the way around to where you started for two fifty, And I think you could buy a day pass for, like, 15 bucks. Hmm. But we should look into that. Yeah. If that's the case and we felt like we wanted to do that, we could... I could make the photo scavenger hunt a very specific to... The area mm-hmm.
0: yeah but I mean in downtown Cleveland you have downtown you can easily get to Ohio City you can easily get to Tremont I mean yeah the, you, a get lot of the, the east side west side of the flats I mean there's yeah, definitely yeah. there's mm-hmm. there's some scooter distance there
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: um or you walk part of it
1: yeah there it, it cuts out a lot of the nature unless you get down into the parks mm-hmm but what is nice about it, and I'll tell you what we did. The, I did the photo scavenger hunt like six different years. One year at the biggest, we had like fifty-five people that played. That's awesome. It was awesome. We rented out the uh, Fairport Yacht Club and served rigatoni and did a you know presentation. You know, wow. basically by then it was like pick your top ten and do a presentation, and then we'll just do a slideshow at the end while we're all chatting about all the pictures you took, and then we'll put them on whatever. Um, but the one year, the way that it was organized, we started running into each other downtown. Even though we started way, we started in um, Lynnhurst area. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of things that were like do the Heisman in front of the Brown Stadium,
0: mm. like
1: do this over here, do that over there. Okay, okay. And we started running into each other, and I had some like games that was like. Uh, I tried to do points. Points are really tough. But one of them was like, get an unsuspecting team, unsuspecting picture of another team. That's kind of funny. But the rule of the whole thing was that someone has to be in the picture. So not only do I got to find your team and come and take an unsuspecting picture of your team, but I got to have one of my people in the picture.
2: So you got to photobomb them. So you like... got to
1: photobomb them. Whoa. And so Zach and his, his wife at the time were doing the Heisman in front of the Brown Stadium. And we were at the Science Center, which is right there. So we, I said, pull up. And my cousin Dale jumped out. And we ran we ran over on him. We were like, making sure we were in their blind spots so we couldn't see. And so I have a picture of my cousin like this. And both of them are like blurs in the background because they're like wincing. Like,
2: nah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And so we, it, it turned out to be a really good day. But I wouldn't mind getting together... With the idea and maybe talking to George, just so that you know, that you're hosting. You would host a little something, something. If oh, yeah. we could, you we, wouldn't have to be at your house. Yeah. Or it could be backyard projector situation. He wants, do, to, do do he wants to do a projector. Backyard projector back situation and just oh, make my God. it just make it a select twenty at the most.
2: This is where the block party comes into play. And then
1: you do teams of four and teams of three. You got to have at least three people. Four people is optimal. But a but a photo scavenger hunt. And you basically just think of areas, but then it's action photos. Simple ones as really hard ones, you know, nipple deep in the lake. Shaking hands in the, with a the cop in the back of a cop car. You know, driving someone else's car, you know, driving a stranger's car. Mm-hmm. We, have th- we have things like fake sex on a department store bed that's awesome Uh, one year one year I came up with the idea that I would do in the middle of it and everyone had to do it was you had to do a five photo comic book strip just tell a story in five photos okay and that was kind of (coughs) cool we all stopped for a drink in the middle and then I said alright I have a I have a small list of ones now you have to do in the next two hours and they were like oh a little you know shaking that's kind of cool but you can meet in the middle uh, one thing that I've always wanted to do on these is pick a location to like um, to make panoramic pictures, but like set up a set up a, pl- a place where you have to have your 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 team take a a picture a selfie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But somebody's got to take the picture. Right. you got to get somebody on the street to take the picture. Maybe, right. Maybe it's in the alley behind the around the corner yeah. or whatever. Or yeah. And then I wanted to splice all of them together like we're, like...
2: In, in a group. Like the that's whole. That's And then, And
1: then print out panoramas and give them to everybody. And be like, yeah, here's a stupid big long picture <laughs> of yeah. from the day. That's in pretty. the exact same spot. Yeah. And just make it look like we were all in the same whatever. That would be cool. But yeah, that's where you get that idea and you run with it. You have a few drinks and you make them list with a buddies or two yep. and before you know it you get deep into it and it's so funny just so funny and somebody'd be like well, what about like the abbey road pose
0: and you're like, "Yeah, put it on the list yeah you know you scratch right some playoff playhouse square chandelier huh okay. abbey road pose right over the playhouse square chandelier yeah right. you
1: can make them in specific locations we found that you know at, that that'd be a good place so you'd be like yeah keep that one on there and then somebody would say we well, got to do this in front of that and you'd be like, mm, that's a little too far away. But the chandelier from downtown's like, that's a cool picture to have. Yes. You're trying to have these cool pictures. You're mm-hmm. trying to, and you just start running with it, you know? That'd be kind of cool. You know, we had, uh, we had one called the birthing pose. <laughs> you had to basically like go make, a, make yourself into a pose like you were giving birth in public.
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: But Zach and his team because of some other things on the list, went to the porn shop downtown, or down, whatever, halfway between downtown, and while they were there, two porn stars were signing autographs. Famous porn stars. Like, recognizable porn stars to, you know, other people.
2: Yeah. And uh,
1: <laughs> and they heard what they were doing, and they got the porn stars on the ground at the porn store doing the birthing pose. No! Like, holding the hand, and she's like, ah, she's squeezing my hand too tight. That's awesome. And this awesome. porn star's legs are up like this. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking awesome. Another year, my friend, Oakley, um, as well as um, his cousin, super cool, but a, kind of an introvert, And these two girls, two hippie girls, and none of them had ever met. And they went off for the day, and I swear I thought they were going to have the worst time. Am I talking too much to this? No. Okay, yeah. So they they were having, like, (laughs) I thought they were going to have the worst day. Because I'm like, that is like the most introverted group. Yeah. There's only four of them in the car. A lot of our cars had five people. And they had a fucking blast. I guess they were at Home Depot in Severance. And one of the things that I have, so I try to do wild cards in there. One of the years I did like zombie wild card you got to <laughs> figure out how to like zombify this picture mm-hmm. and you get extra points. Yeah. One year was like it was mean and I never want to do it again but like the biggest schmuck. <laughs> like the biggest schmuck you see today. But I had a disclaimer on the bottom like, "Don't be mean." Right. Like, pick a fucking dude who deserves to be the biggest schmuck. Big like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Don't be an asshole and just pick some guy who's got no legs. Or something, right. You know. Right. What I mean? right. <laughs> right. And so we had like biggest schmuck or whatever. But then I had celebrity look I'll throw some on there that are super freaking tough. But it's like if you freaking got somebody, right? They're in Home Depot and she's like, "Oh my god, that looks like Morgan Freeman." And they all look over and are like, "Holy shit, he's identical to Morgan!" Like that is Morgan fucking Freeman right there. And they all went out to the parking lot because they nobody wanted to walk up to him. And finally, one of them put her foot down, and this is what I, this is like that glorious moment. I was like I'm going back in there, and I'm going to talk to him. They go back in. This guy, stunt double from Morgan Freeman, back in like the, his early days, and they looked it up and had proof. There was this picture. That's he looked. No just, shit. Then they zombified the picture because he was because he was a stunt double or he, he was a, an extra or whatever. He was totally fine with acting and like having fun or whatever. Yeah. I guess he was a super fun guy. And they have like pictures of them being chased by this guy in Home Depot with a fucking chainsaw. And he's got big, wide eyes, and it looks <laughs> like fucking Morgan awesome. Freeman. <laughs> That's fucking it does. awesome. I have, mm-hmm. a, I have a, I have, have an external hard drive at home that has like eleven 1, hundred pictures or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I'll have to put something together. Yeah. And, uh, and show some of the better pictures. I'm sure George and Val would be down to do something. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, I they think would be
2: down to do that.
1: Your best bet is to, is to like try to get, you know, Corey and Chelsea. Grab her sister and 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 oh, yeah, brother-in-law. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then you know you know like maybe grab Dylan. Yeah. So you Dylan would try would to fill up try to, fill up try to fill up your cars, God. but then you would also try to like expand a little bit. Yes. So maybe it's like Sean's Chelsea would be it would be Sean Chelsea and then some random she knows, she knows. Right. Rather than like you know me Joe f- John. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Rather than the three of you being in a car. Right. You'd just be like the rep of your car. You, re- Yeah. Yeah. No, that and would it, be. It, it could you be won't. in a car, it could be on a scooters. Scooters, I mean, when you get 20, 25 people, like I said, now you're talking about the possibility. There's there's a lot of scooters. It, there's a lot of scooters, and, and people are going to break down and say, well, we didn't have as much fun today because we couldn't find another scooter. Right. And this scooter, our scooter broke down, and like, whatever. But you can be creative. If you like the idea, then you make it five hours, and then the last two hours, Around are on fucking scooters. <laughs> yeah. It's three hours in the car. Be back here for drinks. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go back out for another hour and a half or two hours with a second small list.
2: Or something. That just be, be creative as you go so yeah. you can do whatever you want, yeah. you know. Um, Pancakes on Sundays, scavenger hunt. Yeah, photo Photos scavenger, scavenger hunt. Britain. It's just a photo
1: scavenger hunt. Now you can set up, uh, you can you can have the primary person put all the put it all mm. on their account and do Instagram. Yeah. So you got all your filters and all that, mm-hmm. or you could snap it. or uh, Snaps disappear, so whatever you could set that to not. Um, but you,
0: That's I don't know how. I don't right. know I,
1: I, that did. part of it is where somebody else younger than me would be like.
0: That's where you would you take your photos. What the best way to do it is you take your photos and you tag us. Tagged Mondays on Sunday right. on Instagram. Right. Uh-huh. So all we get tagged in all of the photos, right. so we can so see. Yeah, so you would on just on
1: search our... the tag and it would pull up. But. Would it separate if I was pulling it, pulling up those pictures from one account?
0: It'll just show all the pictures together. It yeah. won't necessarily, sh- I'd have to go through and look at each individual name. That's the only issue I would run there. Because I want, would have to I send on
1: each, I want each team. Because the other part of the fun, the, the other really fun part of this yeah. is you put up the projector. And each team stands up and does a bit of a presentation, that's and funny. they tell the story of what happened. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy! We didn't want to talk to this guy, but she put her foot down and went back in there. Well, that's he is, Morgan free? Yeah.
0: Well, that's where you just say like you you, you have one or, or like make one phone your your camera phone. Mm-hmm. So all your pictures are on one phone, and then when you submit and then you your would photos, just log into a different when account. you when you submit your photos, you. Send them all via email or something, mm-hmm. and then we have just all your photos, the team A photos. Can you
1: double search uh, hashtags? I don't know. Oh. Can I like search search a picture that has specifically two hashtags? Maybe. Is it so if I hashtag is it, is it, if I hashtag pancakes on Sunday, so it would come up for there. But if I were to like do a secondary search, it would be like, you know, hashtag on Sunday, and then space honestly. hashtag Narush team.
0: If you hashtag, would it
1: separate all the like pa- all of them to the Naurush team? Because it'd be nice if you pulled be, up one laptop and say, "Hey, this this has them all." That or there's a tech version that we know,
0: we are the only. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, we are the only ones that have hashtag smoothest soup,
1: so yeah, we can just smoothest hashtag soup.
0: smoothest soup and that'll bring up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you hashtag whatever team you are, and then. Yeah, Which if it's s- a laptop, you could just
1: snip, yeah. snip them and put them in a folder and be like, all right, cool, I'm pulling this up. It'd However. Be a, it'd be a cool summer event. It'd be like, yeah, just a cool cool backyard summer event. And like I said, if it's in a backyard of someone like George's house, you would say, you know, hey, we have a roster of 20. You know, that's five teams of four. And that that's ideal. Five teams of four is like, that's where it's at. You get a little bit bigger and then like, so. There's some kinks that I, I've tried to work out over the years. The amount of time you have to go out really drags on people. I went five hours one time and, like, people were tired. So when it came time to have it actually drinks and food afterwards, everybody dipped out. Everybody was like, presentation, see you later. Gotta go. We're like eight hours in. I'm tired. We started right. at noon today. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it would be really cool to be over in Lakewood area and have some of it to where we're all out and about in the
0: same area because you're all down, you can go down to other. the park and there's plenty of places in yeah. lakewood park yeah yep. food truck park shit, so you go rock. rocky river, and river. like yeah, yeah. There's, yeah there's yeah you got the whole
1: zoo over there yeah. you got you know the zoo's a little bit farther the zoo's a little bit farther but there's something there i got yeah. this as like a simple idea i always make strikes and interest where i'm like man what would it cost to buy 25 zoo fucking <laughs> and be like, okay, here's your here's your starting package and shit. Right. Just so you know, everyone's got a, everyone's got access to the zoo. <laughs> so the group. zoo can't be too expensive to get into. It's, I mean, it's, if it's fifteen bucks a person, it's too much. Right. At twenty people, and right. you're spending that kind of cash, but right. it's an idea, and then you you, yeah. you you grow with that idea and say, hey, well, right, here's that- a couple things. Here's a drink chip to a bar so that you guys can all like fucking whatever. Right. You know, we the one Dane had a picture that was like everybody taking a shot, and the whole place was taking a shot, and the last girl was taking a shot and and punching Dane because <laughs> he was the driver. That's awesome. And so he wasn't going to so take. That's why, a shot
0: like, if you made it in Lakewood, you just made it like around the corner is like everyone's going to be there. That's where you get the group quote-unquote group photo where you splice yeah, everything together.
1: Right. Yeah, or somewhere where you're walking around, like, there might be a mural that you're like, that's kind of an iconic mural. It's yeah. Lakewood. It says Lakewood. We're going to take it right there. Yeah, but but right in that area because it's walkable from the house. Right. And you could play with that idea as far as games, you know, as far as games that, like, there could be a specific type of game of tag. So, like, as you're coming through the city. So we used to do this. We I did the run in D.C. for three or four years where it was, like, a zombie tag. And, dude, you do, that's some intense shit. And you're, like, walking through the city, and you're, like, there's so many people that are not playing. But there's so many people that are. And you're, like, looking for people with blue bandannas, blue ribbons mm-hmm. around their arm. Yeah. And, like, you'll see one, and you'll stop, like, oh, shit. Did he see me? You know? What you do you have on like your this? arm? Uh, an orange. What's well, it's the oh, opposite. Wow. You, start, you have a blue one, and you're looking for orange ones. And if he catches you, you give him your blue so he can collect as many as he can. And you have an orange one in your thing. And you put the orange one out. Now you're a chaser.
2: Now you're a zombie.
1: Yeah, now you're basically a zombie. That's kind
2: of fun. There's like
1: 1,200 people that play each year. And you just disperse from fucking uh, DuPont Circle in D.C. It's fucking awesome. But if you were were playing a side game, like a game of tag or something like that, where you had to watch out for each other in Lakewood... That like get tight could get a little tight, could get real tight. <laughs> could be like a game where you gotta like snap, you gotta like sticker somebody. And right, be like, all right, dude,
0: run down the alley, go down to the ha, other side and shit, or even their car, like get their car or something. Like we that. had
1: an idea where we wanted to do the car because if everybody was in a small or whatever, we would be like. Try to unknowingly tag the other car with like those markers where you'd probably 2000, fucking 95 and Well aware of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we were going to give everybody that marker, but our area seemed to be too big. We didn't think they'd run across each other. And that year, I don't think anybody ran across anybody else. Hmm. We tried to add some, like I think we had drink tickets at the Shamrock oh, in Mentor one time. And I went and God was like, "Hey, what was what gonna take for like a bunch of drink tickets? I'm doing this thing, and they gave me a deal. It was like a buck a piece or something like that. And I bought like 25 of them and I handed them out. Oh yeah, thinking that that would force people to be like hey 'Hey, let's get over to Shamrock.' Yeah. and you're only doing it for four hours, so maybe you'd come across each other. Hmm. That uh, would be I'm, kind
0: of cool. Like around, I bet you around the corner it would hop it on that. Hell yeah,
1: they definitely would for you for sure. I would imagine. I mean, if they—if you talk to the people that remind remember mm-hmm. you through the football season, yeah, you know, and say, "Hey, listen, I also am doing this other group event. It's small, but most of these people are not from around here, and they're going to come out here for the first time." Same little spicy words that right. hit their brain, and <clears> they're right. like, "Oh, really?" And you're like, "Yeah. Well, do you have drink tokens? Like, yeah." He might be like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do a deal: buck twenty-five on a drink token or buck fifty. Yeah. The drinks are normally two fifty-three bucks." You might be able to buy that a handful of them, and then you get a little party bag in the beginning, so everybody just plays. So You'd be like, "All right, here's your party bag. Yeah, put some stupid things in there, like a I want to do the chicken or something, and just have fun with it." And just, but it's, but it's got to be, you got to run with the idea. You never take the first idea. You got to go with the second and third. First idea is always just like that's the golden nugget, but then you're like, oh, "What if we fucking did
2: this?"
1: Yeah, and everyone's like, "X Factor, right there. That's how we're gonna do it." I'm down to do it. Yeah, I'm totally down to fucking do this. Mm-hmm. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think we
0: should. Midsummer?
1: Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah you find a good time where it's not super hot, so you want to do it, like, by the time. Nah, know.
0: like, end of July, August.
1: Yeah, like before.
0: Dog days of summer. Get everyone out and moving. Yeah, and... nobody
1: wants to go take pictures of themselves and run around at fucking 100 degrees. That's the only thing. I do. You want to go sweat it out and go take pictures and be like, oh, we had such great pictures, but all of us are like... I do. It. Fucking, you would do it, but there's a there's a class to it as well. And not just a drunken shit show where we all crap ourselves. <coughs> it's gotta be a drunken yeah, shit well, show. Yeah, but you No, it doesn't have No. I don't imagine it that any nowhere in my True. description that I just said do I imagine really drunk people. <coughs> I mean, I'm gonna be drunk. I know. I'm trying to make
0: that. Point. I'm trying to make that point, dude. I'm trying to make
1: that point that when you imagine it, there's like, uh, yeah, yeah, but everyone's really drunk, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, as long as that's okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. That should be a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could have special drinks and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, could have, right. we, can, we can make a drink just for the night, and everyone will
0: drink it. Drinks,
1: drinks. <laughs>
0: yeah. Alright with that Follow us on Instagram Pancakes on Sunday Podcast Stay up to date with everything This future endeavor The bro show Uh, We have past episodes Through the looking glass of a therapist We'll have all six episodes out By the time you were listening to this We have a few interviews in the books That you may or may not hear by now But I plan on also doing Another one of these city histories I do plan on doing Buffalo next that Shocker. is the second one. Shocker. I don't know. I, I like, I... And even beyond that, I don't know if I'm gonna do big cities like New York or L.A. or something. Oh, right, knows Like, those uh, Green Bay kind of popped in my head. Like, how did Green Bay become a fucking city? That'd be kind of cool. So, smaller cities like that. Yeah, so you keep a routine and whatnot like that as yeah. far as what it is. Yeah. New York
1: and Los Angeles and all them just, you know, we are, we you know couldn't that. help but be facile about it and just, like, turn it into something
0: that, like, is, like, uh...
1: Too comprehensive, you know.
0: Yeah. So, we'll get into some of the, the other down-home American cities and see how they got their founding and formation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, everybody out there, and have a great day. See you.